0: No one can make me
1: Ginny, thank you, we appreciate your service here. And we thank God that we have quite a few people coming to church today. Though this is vacation time and illness time, but we are thankful, all of us, to be here. It's the grace of God that brought us to church today. What is today? The last Sunday of 2018. You know, unlike the people I've, in my life, talked to many people, at the end of every year, they say, well, uh, good riddance, and uh, we're looking forward for a a new year, and so on and so forth. And you hear all the kinds of of, uh, complaints about the year. But you know one thing, we're not here to complain. We're here to thank God this morning. We're still morning. We're here to thank God that he's given us life to reach this point, Amen. and to get here and sing beautiful hymns, and thank him what he's done for us and with us. Amen? Amen. Let's open our Bibles today to a couple or three verses in the uh, book of Samuel. First Samuel, Chapter 7, I want to tell you a story about that. Almost every year, I have to mention this verse that I am going to talk about today. Every year, and it's been, it's becoming a tradition. First Samuel, Chapter 7, Verse 10, Verse 10. Now Samuel was offering up the burnt offering, and the Philistines drew near to battle against Israel. But the Lord thundered with a great thunder on that day against the Philistines and confused them so that they were routed before Israel. And the men of Israel went out of Mizpah, and pursued the Philistines and struck them down as far as Bethkar. Then Samuel took a stone and set it between Mizpah and Shen and named it Ebenezer, saying, thus far the Lord has helped us. I repeat this, thus far the Lord has helped us. So the Philistines were subdued, and they did not come anymore within the border of Israel, and the hand of the Lord was against them all the days of Samuel. Thus far, the Lord has helped us. How many of you remember that I mention it every, every end of year? And it's not, thank God, good riddance 2018. It's thank God, thank God for the, what God, the days, has given us. And in response, this is what happened. In response to the great victory they had, they did not celebrate. They did not go drinking. They did not open the champagne, if per se. You know, they did one thing. They just offered, offered a burnt offering with all humbleness. That man of God said, come Israel, all of us, let us thank him. Because it wasn't us who got the victory. It wasn't our people. It wasn't our army. They were stronger and bigger. And they knew more. And they had, they had all the equipment. But we have the Lord with us. I want to add something to what Samuel said. If God is with us, is with us, who can be against us? And this is is what we are looking at today about what God has done. As we get to the last days of 2018, we still have a day and a half almost. 2018, we need to take a few minutes. Let's reflect all together on what the Lord has done in our lives as a family of God. He has had a a wonderful flock to deal with. Sometimes difficult situations, but to God, everything is possible. Nothing was impossible that we have faced. His keeping power has strengthened us and gave us the will to reach the last day of 2018. And we can say, I hope, I hope we can say together with Samuel, thus far, the Lord has been with us. He's kept us. So, we give thanks to the Lord today. We give thanks for his kept promises. And one of them is, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Let me ask you a question. Did you ever feel that the Lord has abandoned you? He never abandoned us. Though we think this way, though we come to some time, some conclusion, Lord, I don't want to live anymore. Take my life. How many many times we said that? Oh, I'm dying. I want to die. Well, the fact that you didn't die, you're here. And this is what this old body, this old flesh always come to the conclusions and we get tired we say well he's abandoned me, let me tell you one thing, the Lord never abandons his own the blood that was paid on the cross of Calvary is sealed you have sealed in that blood forever and ever you might feel it, that you're abandoned. You might feel that you're left alone. You might feel that you are struggling with this situation, and you say, God, where are you? You don't answer me. You don't see me. No. He is there to teach you a lesson, and when He the lesson is taught, and he will show you his face again and again and again. This is what He has done with us, and I like I'd like to bring three little points. Uh, yeah. We need to be thankful this morning. We need to be very thankful that we are here, healthy, alive in the face of the Lord. Are we thankful? Are we thankful that we have legs we wa- can walk on? We have arms we can use, we have a straight mind. We're healthy. We're here. We came to church. We came to church and you are in the house of the Lord. And I am so thankful that we can come through the door and come sit on these seats and listen to the word of God. Aren't you thankful? We're thankful. And first point, we should be thankful for his mercies. Let us remember at this moment, That we have reached today in our Christian life because of his mercies. What does the word of God say? For his mercies endure forever. Forever. It's not a mercy for a certain week. It's not a mercy for a month. It's not a mercy for January that is coming. It endures forever. And because of his mercies, he granted us life. He granted us this life. And so many people, so many people do not understand and do not comprehend that he is the giver of life. It's not your vitamins. It's not the doctors. It's not uh, anything that you can do outside God. He is the giver of life. And guess what? And show me one person, one person who can add one minute to his life when God decides It's the end, it's the end. And thank God we are still alive and in his will. Did he shower us with his blessings? Did he? We should have sang, Dean, this morning, count your blessings and name them one by one. And you know, human nature, they start counting their illnesses, their things that happened, and They they say, well, this happened to me, and this happened to me, and that happened to me, and I lost money on this, and the market didn't do well. If you are in the marketplace, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, and so on and so forth, we think of that, but we forget to thank him for giving us life. Are we thankful because he fulfills his promises? At the beginning of last year, I don't know whether you remember or not. If you have, we we tend to forget. We asked the Lord to lead us and to guard us. And we stand to take inventory today. Did the Lord lead us? Did he guard us? Think of the blessings that God has done and provided for you. Sure, we had illnesses. Sure, we we had many situations. But allow yourself to take a little bit of inventory and think what God has done for you. Did he guard you? Did he guard your back? Did he go before you? And how is it now with you as you sit here in the church? Can we say with Samuel thus far, the Lord has helped us? In Isaiah chapter 52 and verse 12 he says for the Lord will go before you. Did he go before you? And the God of Israel will be your rear guard. Did he protect your back? Does he fulfill his promises? We have experienced some critical situations as a family in the church. We have seen quite a few scares here in our midst. But in all these things, we were and we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. You know, his promises never fail. Never, never fail. Trust me on that. Because he promises and he over fulfills his promises. Let's, let me remind you of, thing, of the Israelites of old. Of old. When they left Egypt, they left Egypt with families. They didn't have any chariots. They didn't have any means of transportations. They left Egypt by foot. And here comes behind them the army of Pharaoh to get them back or to kill them. But what did God do? I want to remind you what did God do? You know what he had? A pillar of cloud stood behind them and that pillar of cloud had a double effect on them it was to give them light for their going and it was cloudy and dark for their back for the Egyptians so the Egyptians could see only a dark cloud and could not do anything or reach the children of God and for the children of God, it was light all the way until they get through. And what was the result? It might be dark in your lives now. It might be a little bit gloomy. You might be experiencing now a, an illness or a disappointment in, at your home or in your life or in your health. Just... Wait on the Lord, the light is ahead of you. And guess what? And they crossed the Red Sea and they stood on the other shore, giving God the glory and the praise forever in their lives. Whatever our situation, let me ask you, are you thankful? We are thankful, thankful for his mercies. Upon us. He had mercy no matter what the enemy did. We have reached, with God's help, the last day of this year. We have reached it. And we can say, Praise the Lord, O my soul, for his mercies are everlasting. Let me ask you are we thankful for his mercy? Are we thankful for his faithfulness? We think great is thy faithfulness. Are we really, really singing that hymn from the bottom of our, our hearts? Uh, any difficulty we have encountered, any disappointments, frustrations, or attacks by the devil, God in his faithfulness, church, listen to this, he carried us through. He was able, and listen to this, to turn every circumstance around for our, our long-range good. Remember, I didn't say immediate good. Sometimes it is, but sometimes he waits, and it's a long-range good at the end It's always good for you, Christian. Please also note that God did not work to make us happy, but to fulfill his promises in our lives. And to fulfill his own purpose. And what do you think? Is his purpose purpose for our own good or not? Yeah. Yeah, amen. His purpose is to promote you. And he did, in his purpose, sustain each and every family present here and absent until this moment. Thus far, the Lord has helped us. We have seen this past year, our sovereign God work for us and on our behalf. Through this year, God never allowed us to be tempted beyond our abilities. Yes or no? Though you thought, oh, I'm dying. Okay, you did not die. You're here. Or I cannot take this. God gave you, gave you all the grace to take whatever he allowed in your life. And guess what? And you have conquered. You're victorious. When the furnace was hot, he lowered the heat a little bit. And he used it enough to purify us and not to burn us. So we thank him for that. And I thank you, God, for your faithfulness. He is merciful and he's faithful. We've been sheltered in his everlasting arms. We've been encouraged. His faithfulness took all our our anxieties upon him and gave us with all What happened in our families and gave us every now and then the relief we need to praise his name. Whatever we faced during this year, it's not yet gone. He was there to take us by the hand and guide us through. What a guide he is. What a a tour conductor he is. I can hear his comforting voice in First Thessalonians 5.24. He says, whatever you're going through, and this shall pass. Faithful is he who calls you, and he also will bring it to pass, and he will turn everything for our best. <laughs> You know why? Because God, because God is faithful. I see some young men and women here. Some of you are going to college and experiencing some difficulties. It's hard. And you tell mom and dad, it's hard. Let me tell you one thing. Let me tell you one thing. Study well persevere, give it your all, and leave the rest to God, and this shall pass. And one day, you graduate, and you look back. You look back, like the children of Israel, they looked back. They did not see Pharaoh and his army. They did not see him when they stood on the other shore of the Red Sea. They did not see. Those who enslaved them Those who beat them. Those who used them. Those who never felt. Those who were just ruthless people. They did not see them. They saw the glory of God. And the sea closing on all the army of Israel. Of of Pharaoh. Remember that. Remember what you've been through. It's not going to last. And this shall pass. Because God is faithful. What he promises. He will fulfill. It will always work. For your best. Bernard Gilpin. He was a man of God during the great persecution in England for the Christians. And he was accused of heresy. And he was summoned to go to stand before Bishop Bonner. And this is his true history. And he set out for London for his trial. And his favorite words were, as we sing, all things, are the best, God is faithful. All things are for the best, God is faithful. On his journey, something happened to his horse, and he threw him down, and he broke his leg. Speaking of catastrophe after catastrophe, one of the scorners said to him mockingly, is all the best now? And God, is, is really God faithful? He replied, he replied, I still believe so. And so it proved, for before he was able to resume his journey, Queen Mary died. And instead of going to London to be burned, he returned home in triumph. God is faithful. He looked at his enemies with a little smile. He said, it all works for the best of those who believe in him. God is faithful and his faithfulness endures forever. My last word to you today. bask in the sunshine of his mercy and his faithfulness. My last word, God is a loving God. Whatever happens, whatever happens, he loves you. Regardless of what you think about yourself, he loves you. Regardless of Any situation you are in now, I don't know. I don't know about your hearts, your household, whatever situation you are in, I want to tell you one thing God still loves you. And His love endures forever. Last week I mentioned that. It's inexhaustible. And He loves, we mentioned that last week, beyond measure. And his love is eternal. It's not for a moment. It's eternal. Many many of us, granted, have been through hardships this year. And this could cause some to fear, some to doubt, that Christ has turned a deaf ear toward me. And he doesn't hear me anymore. And where are you? Where are you, God? You don't hear me. Where are you, Lord? Wrong. The Lord is there. The Lord is there. And guess what? Because it is impossible that he can close his ears for his people. He loves you so much and he loves us so much that he'll never, he'll never leave us nor forsake us. That his love is eternal. And it is impossible to be separated from him. Just remember, his death for us is enough proof of his love. His death for us is enough proof for his love. Nothing can stop his constant presence. And Paul experienced that. Paul experienced it. And he wrote, he wrote to the Romans about his love. And God will never, never, never forsake his own. It's period eternal. And he wrote to the Christians of the Romans. They were struggling and i looked at it i said i want to look uh, and he writes in verses in chapter 8 verses 35 to 39 in the and i picked it up in the living bible just to make it clear to each and every one he says can anything remember can anything separate us from christ's love does it mean he no longer lives us loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or are hungry or cold or in danger or threatened with death? No, no. Despite all these things, overwhelmingly, victory is ours through Christ who loved us. And I am convinced, he writes, that nothing can ever separate us From his love. That's for you and for me. Nothing. Death can't. And life can't. The angels can't. The demons can't. Our fears for today. Our worries about tomorrow. And even the powers of hell. Can't keep God's love. Away. Whether we are. High above the sky. I like this translation. Or in the deepest ocean. Nothing in all creation. Will ever be able to separate us. From the love of God. That is revealed. In Christ Jesus our Lord. Are we thankful? I am regardless what we've been through. It's always, the story that Jesus gives us, It's always has a happy ending. This is a love story. Nothing. Just let us trust him, and as we end this here, let us end it on a very, very high note. On a positive note, knowing that his promises, his love, his faithfulness will continue on to the next year. And we'll talk about that next week. And he will continue leading us and protects our back and giving us the strength to make it on a daily basis. Amen. Let's bow our heads for prayers. Father, we are thankful you've given us these moments to come and thank you for your mercies. Thank you for your promises. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your love. And help us, Lord, not to weaken. Help us to continue Help us to love you in return and obey you and knowing very well that you'll never leave us nor forsake us. And we can stand firm and say with that prophet of old thus far, the Lord has helped us. In Jesus' name we ask and pray, amen. The meeting is over. Thank you for listening to me. May God bless you. Have a very happy new year. And those of you who are around and can come and spend some time with us tomorrow night, we're having dinner at 6.30. I said, if it's not 7, it's 6.30. Then we'll have some fellowship together and sit down and review the year, review the year. Sonia, you're ready for tomorrow? Sonia is ready. I have thumbs up with Sonia. And she's going to show us uh, in, uh, in slides and pictures about the whole year. So get ready to come, and then we will have some sharing, and then go home early before midnight because of the traffic and because what happens around midnight with the people. So until then, may the Lord bless you and be with you. See you tomorrow, 6.30.